Welcome back to the Entrepreneur Mindset Podcast. We have officially said goodbye to January, and now we're really settling into the new year, I feel like. I am listening to clients and colleagues talk about their new ideas. They're talking about launching or relaunching their main offer, and they're just kind of generally taking strides forward in their business. But that progress can sometimes bring up two words that we try really hard to ignore, stress and chaos. Have you felt those two friends creeping into your life again and you really don't view them as friends? You really wish you could send them along? Yeah, let's spend some time today talking about stress and chaos because when you understand them better, you can more effectively manage them. So if you are ready to learn more about stress and chaos in business with an extra dose of science behind it all, grab a pen and paper so that we can get started. I'm Dr. Moore, a college psych professor, homeschooling mom, and entrepreneur, and I've spent the past 10 years learning how to balance everything. Here on the Entrepreneur Mindset Podcast, I'll share the ins and outs of maintaining a growth mindset and saying hello to grit, that thing that will get you to your long-term vision despite challenges and busy schedules. After all, you got into business to do more good in the world, right? So let's get started. I was in my office window seat surrounded by three whiteboards this weekend. I am planning out the launch of the Entrepreneur Membership in late March, and I've been really working hard to lay the foundation. I have dry erase and wet erase markers in this little cute Target $1 bin that you can get, you know, one of the cute little Target $1 buckets that are in the $1 bin at the front of the store. And I am spending my weekend grabbing different colors out of the bin. I'm mapping out models that I want to share in the webinar. I'm thinking about bonuses that I want to offer as part of the membership launch. And I'm even thinking about the VIP offer that I want to make for my webinar registrants. Anyone who looks at the colorful board might feel a bit of chaos happening, I'll be honest. After all, there are three boards all full of writing. Some have magnets. (laughs) hanging off of them with writing on those two. I have diagrams, I have research, and it kind of sounds a bit chaotic, right? Yeah, it does. Honestly, you think about all the different colors, all the different writing, the the chaos just comes. But for me, it isn't chaos because I've realized what works for me during this creative phase, how to organize it so that I know exactly what's going on and how to use it in a way that does not make me feel stressed. It does not become a stressor. Maybe you have something similar to tame the chaos, to tame the stress impacts. Maybe you have a method that makes sense when you look at it. It feels simple, but when others look at it, it looks like a hot mess of stuff. The important thing is to find a system that works for you as an entrepreneur so that stress and chaos don't dominate your life and your business. Because we know that stress and chaos, here comes the science part of today, can have a really significant impact on your physical and your mental health. I teach an entire chapter on just the theories of stress in my intro psych class each semester. Physically, stress can lead to fatigue. It can decrease your immune system's function. It can lead to increased risk of illness like heart disease and depression over long periods of time. Mentally, stress and chaos intensifies anxiety, intensifies burnout. It can also 
impact our creativity, our motivation, and it makes it more difficult to make decisions. None of these things are things that we want as an entrepreneur. In order to mitigate or lessen the negative effects of stress and chaos, we have to find a way to practice self-care. We have to prioritize things in our workload. We have to think about how to delegate tasks, how to seek support from our friends, our family, or mental health professionals. But even that sometimes feels big. You think about all of the things you have to do in order to decrease stress or manage the impact of stress, and it can make you feel like you want to throw in the towel. It feels like it's easier said than done, right? So today, what I want to do is actually talk about some ways to tame the chaos, the stress, the stressors. But let's all start on the same page here because I'm using the word stress and stressors, and I want to make sure that we are using them in the same way. Again, here's a little bit of the science. Here's a little bit of the psych professor in me. I want to make sure we are on the same path. Stress, by definition, is the response to perceived threats or challenges resulting from stimuli or events that cause stress. Okay, in other words, stress is the result of something. Stressors are the stimuli that cause the strain which lead to psychological and physiological reactions. In other words, this is the something that causes the stress. Okay, so we have something, a stimuli, a stressor that causes us to feel stress. That stress that we're feeling is a perceived threat or challenge. And it's that stress, especially when it's constant, that leads to the fatigue, the decreased immune function, and all of those things we just talked about. Okay. You might be thinking right now that stress is bad and stress is not something that we want to welcome every single day, all day long, but stress is part of life and stress can happen as a result of good things too. Maybe you have a great launch in your business. Well, that's amazing, right? But it can cause stress wondering how to handle the influx of business. That's a good problem to have. How you're best going to serve your new clients. Also a good problem to have because you have new clients. And making sure that your product or your service meets the client's needs. Also a good problem because you have clients who want to make a change happen with your help. Stress is no stranger to the entrepreneur life. According to entrepreneur.com, there are a lot of different kind of top stressors. I just want to share a few of you that I think probably relate to or are in your life as an entrepreneur. First one is money, access to capital, because that keeps your business open. Also, one of the top stressors, pending promises, kind of like those deadlines to deliver things. Those are pending promises or being a bottleneck where things are piling up on your plate because you simply can't get everything out fast enough or done fast enough or done in a way that the next person who needs it or your client can get to it in a timely fashion. So access to capital, promises that are pending, being a bottleneck, making decisions. Let's face it, you are a decision-making machine, especially if you are a solopreneur. And I just told you that stress makes decision-making more difficult. Seems a little bit like a catch-22. The more decisions you make, you feel more stress. The more stress you feel, the harder it is to make decisions. We'll come back to that. (laughs) Time commitments, when there never seems to be enough time in the day. 
clients because working with humans, let's face it, takes energy. And then there, you know, the unknown things that just are stressors. But today isn't about adding stress. It's not about necessarily focusing in on all of the different stressors. It's about taking stress away or managing stress more effectively because stress is a part of life. Like I said, when I got started, I was telling you a little bit about my whiteboards that were all around me this weekend. I've developed systems and processes that reduce my stress as I plan new things. And it's not just about using whiteboards. It's also about the more holistic life stuff that allows me to have the creativity to know that three whiteboards is my magic sauce. Okay, so what can you do to reduce and manage stress? The first thing seems like a no-brainer, but we forget to do it. And it's get your body moving. Be sure that you're taking that midday walk or that you're doing some chair exercises or simply taking time to breathe deeply. Remember that if you're feeling ambitious and you want to add in exercise to your daily routine, make sure you check with your healthcare provider first to find out what's right for you. Um, But I bet, you know, if you think about moving your body, you can remember a time when you took a walk and had a spark of an idea or when you stepped outside, took a deep breath. And in that moment, you realized how you could solve your latest problem. Giving your body and your brain a moment to breathe, to move. Let's face it, moving means your blood is getting oxygenated. When we have more oxygen, we're going to think better. You can probably think of a time when even just simply stepping outside to breathe made a difference. So get your body moving somehow, some way, in a way that's right for you and that your healthcare provider signs off on. The second thing you can do is to eat healthy and colorful foods. When you feed your body good foods, it has better fuel to work with. As a grad student, I will never forget, our stats professor, Dr. Moore, used to say garbage in equals garbage out. He was talking about putting in junky data in the case of stats, and you would get junky results. They wouldn't mean anything. If you didn't put good data in, you weren't going to get meaningful results from your analysis. If you've been using chat GPT like half the world, you know that if you put in a junky prompt, one that's vague, one that's confusing, you are going to get a junky response back. It's not going to be what you hoped for. It's going to be confusing. Even if it's well-written, you are not going to make any sense of it. The same is true of our bodies. If you want to perform optimally, you have to put in good foods. Next up is to relax. And this one might have you trying to hit pause on the podcast. I know you're busy. After all, one of the big stressors of being an entrepreneur is not having enough time to get it all done. And now I'm telling you to relax. Well, that doesn't help. But what if I told you that taking a few minutes each hour to breathe or take a sip of water might actually make you more productive and actually reduce your stress? Could you start there? As you get more comfortable, you can take time to simply enjoy the outdoors without your mind racing, thinking about the next thing you need to get done. Maybe you could read that fun book that you've been putting off for months. Maybe you could try cooking macarons with your kids or building that Lego Harry Potter castle that's been sitting in the box for months. 
Now I will say, let me address those last two ideas. If you've never tried cooking macarons with your kids, they are a fun experiment. And I do mean experiment. Do not expect them to turn out beautifully like the ones you'd find at the store. You know, if you go to Whole Foods or Target or anywhere, basically these days and look in the freezer section, there are these beautiful macarons. They are perfectly shaped, completely smooth on the top. They're shiny. They're beautiful, right? Yours won't be, especially the first time, but it's still a fun experience. And it's good for a bunch of laughs, some good arm muscles if you're whipping everything by hand. Um, but taking that time with your kids, priceless, right? Also, no Lego should be left in the box for months. Lego should be built. They should be played with. They should be displayed. They should be fun. Okay, so relax a little bit. Find some time. And even if you start with one minute today, maybe two minutes tomorrow or three minutes the next day, maybe it's just a breath to start or standing up at your desk and stretching. Every little bit counts. Every little bit helps. It doesn't have to be hours upon hours reading your favorite book or an hour upon hour hike. It can be a simple walk around your neighborhood to relax and enjoy or popping next door and talking to your neighbor to find out how they've been, just enjoying the conversation. Now, that brings me to my last tip for reducing stress, which is to focus on relationships. Find a community that you can be a part of, especially one that's filled with entrepreneurs, because building a business can be lonely if your friends are not also entrepreneurs. Having someone who understands you can make such a difference. Simply being able to tell someone what's going on in your business can relieve stress and being able to offer insights back to someone else can be a mood and energy booster. Now, as you can guess, stress is part of business, but it doesn't have to be the whole of your business. Just like I have my whiteboards to get ideas organized and take away the stress of something new, you can also explore ways of managing your stress so that it doesn't have a negative impact on your business or more importantly, on your health. Today's action item is all about exploring ways to actively manage stress versus passively letting it happen to you. We talked about a few ways to manage stress. One of my go-tos is a whiteboard, but we also talked about some ways that included more health-related focuses. What we didn't talk about is something called problem-focused coping. And this is actually where I'd like to take you today with your action item. Problem-focused coping is exactly what it sounds like, where you take the challenge, the problem, and you say that you are going to address it head-on instead of letting it fester or be moved from your calendar from day to day without ever actually tackling it. Let me give you a quick example here. If you have a deadline looming, maybe you need to get five social media posts written. What I want you to do is tackle that head on. Chances are you've been moving that from day to day for a little while, and now the rubber meets the road. You got to get them written and scheduled to go out next week. So break down what needs to be done. This might be coming up with five different topics that you'd like to talk about. And then Figure out what format you want the posts to take. Maybe you want a single picture with a post that covers the topic where it talks about the problem, why it's not so great, 
how to make it better, and what life looks like after. So break it down into pieces. You can create an Excel spreadsheet that has topic, what the problem is, what you want life to look like, what what solution you have, all the different pieces that you want to talk about in your post, and then simply write each sentence. So you can break it down piece by piece. By creating a plan, you are taking action, and then you're moving toward that goal of the deadline for getting your posts created. I want you to think about something that you have been putting off in your business. Something that needs to be done but maybe it's not your favorite activity. I ran a co-working session this morning and one of the entrepreneurs said that she needed to get four posts done. She had been putting them off. She didn't have content for them yet. She didn't know what she was going to write. So she used our co-working session as a way to stay focused, to break down the task and get it done. She was using problem-focused coping. Instead of putting it off or eating a whole bag of chips, she decided right now is the time. I'm going to do it. I'm going to break it down and come up with content ideas. I'm going to write each post and I'm going to get them scheduled and done. Explore how you can break down whatever activity you have identified so that you can get it done and then get started. Once you have completed your task, I want you to notice how you feel. Does it feel like a weight is lifted off your shoulders? The entrepreneur who scheduled her post, she said it felt great. She felt so relieved to have it done. Maybe you feel energized. Maybe it sparks some ideas. Maybe you're looking at the task with new appreciation or at least less angst for the next time that you have to do it because you know that you can do it and it's not going to take as long as you thought, at least not the second or third or fourth time you do it. No matter what, think about how you can be a problem solver this week. And remember to incorporate colorful foods, deep breaths, and relaxation in a way that's right for you. As we wrap up for today, let's touch on a few key points. Stress is something that is part of business, but it doesn't have to take over. Although it can have a negative physical and mental impact, taking time to pay attention to your stress and stressors can actually help to minimize or mitigate those effects. There are a lot of different ways to manage stress that include getting your body moving, eating colorful and varied foods, and taking time to relax. We also talked about the importance of finding a community of entrepreneurs. Finally, for your action item, I encourage you to take a problem-focused approach to one stressor this week. Identify what needs to be done, break it down, and then work through the process step-by-step. I would love to know What has been most helpful in this episode? We all have stress and the more open we are about it, the better we manage stress, the better the conversations around stress become. So please be sure to leave your thoughts on this episode or any other episode that you find helpful down in the review section of your podcast provider. Those stars and comments mean a lot as I create new episodes for you and think about how to best help you move forward in your business. and. As a special bonus this week, we are going to continue the conversation on stress with Carrie Ann Powell in a special episode this Thursday. Now, if you have not listened to my conversation with Sean Tyler Foley last Thursday in episode 107, be sure to check out that one as well. I think you're really going to love it. It is all about networking. So I will see you back here on Thursday for another episode of the Entrepreneur Mindset Podcast, where I focus on mentoring and community 
and implementation, removes the overwhelm of building your successful and profitable business, and adds in a dose of momentum. Until next time, have a healthy, safe, and happy week.